Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Time now for the Brian Barrett Show on EEI. Give me top two, please. Give me on the two. The Patriots. Oh, my Why? Because we look at them right now and the way they're flowing. Bill Belichick, he's got a running game. Matt Jones, a rookie, is ascending. He ain't making mistakes. And they got one of the top two defense in the National Football League. They're taking over first place in the AFC East. They're coming. We can't ignore it. We got to pay attention to that. All right, well, there's Stephen A. Smith. When he says it, you know it's true. Stephen A. Smith this week, much chatted about it earlier. He has the New England Patriots number two on his power rankings at the NFL. Number one on the list, he has the Arizona Cardinals, but number two, he has the New England Patriots. So are you starting to buy in to the hype with this Patriots team? Are they now legitimate contenders to make a run in the AFC? 617-779-7937 is the number. So a couple of things we need to address first with where the Patriots are at right now during this five-game winning streak. I get it that they have not beaten the best teams in the NFL and all that, and there are some concerns I'll get into going forward with this team as they now enter the most difficult part of their schedule, right, when you really look at it. Tennessee coming up on Sunday. Then you have Buffalo. Then you have the bye. Then you have Indy. Then you have Buffalo again. So this is a really big stretch for the Patriots, especially in terms of the positioning in the AFC in terms of where you're going to be. But Buffalo right now looks incredibly vulnerable. And when you look at that Buffalo team, the reality with them is just Josh Allen has not been the same quarterback this season. You look at him last week, that loss to Indy. He was 21 of 35, so that's, what, 60% in terms of his completion percentage. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. He had a 72.2 passer rating. And you look at Allen, four games already this season with a quarterback rating under 80. He had six all of last year. His completion percentage has dropped from 69.2 to 65.7. His passer rating still relatively good at 97.1, but it was at 107.2 last year, so a 10-point dip. Ten interceptions last season, already eight this year. His QBR, I'm not the biggest QBR guy, but it's worth mentioning because the gap is so different, 81.7 to 58.7, and that factors in some of the running stuff as well. So when you look at that Buffalo team, it felt like coming into the season, 
that Buffalo was going to run away with the AFC East, especially after the way the Patriots started the year. They were 2-4. and four. You felt like Buffalo was building off what they did a season ago when they made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. But clearly what we've seen from this Buffalo Bills team is, yeah, their defense is really good, but this team has some inexplicable losses on their schedule, including the one to the Jacksonville Jaguars just a couple of weeks ago when they lost that game, what, 9-6. to six. The offense has not been the same. Now, they've put up points in certain games this season, and some of their numbers look good. Their running game is not to be trusted, and quite frankly, the passing game has taken a significant step back from where it was a year ago. So when you look at this Patriots team right now, these four games coming up, the two against the Bills, it's going to determine where this team is going to end up because if they don't end up in the playoffs, something has gone drastically wrong for this team. And there are a couple of things where I look at them and say, this is not going to go away. The first thing I would say is not going to go away with this team is Matthew Judon. Because Judon has come over and he's been an absolute stud for this team. By the way, during the five-game winning streak, the Patriots defense has been absolutely incredible. First in EPA per play, expected points added. First in dropback EPA. And the Patriots defense has scored 13 points during this during the last three games, I should say. Last three games, Patriots defense has scored 13. You know how many of the opponents have scored on the Patriots? 13. So the Patriots defense has tied the opposition in the past three games. That's how good the defense been. The main reason for that, and the reason I still believe that this defense, no matter who they play, is going to be really good is because of Judon. And you need to give Bill Belichick credit for this signing because if you look at Judon on the season, he's now up to 35 pressures. That's tied for third of the NFL with Nick Bosa. Only Garrett and Miles Garrett and Harold Landry of the Tennessee Titans, who we'll see this weekend, have more. Ten and a half sacks, that's tied for third in the NFL. Only Garrett and T.J. Watt have more. Eleven tackles for loss, that's tied for seventh. Most pressures he's ever had in a season, 36 back at 18. So he's one shy of that after only 10 games. And clearly Bill Belichick and Steve Belichick and Gerard Mayo have found a way to make sure that this guy gets his opportunities, right? And he's dominated pretty much every game that he's played in so far this season. And the thing that you need to give Belichick credit for is the fact that he projected this, right? Because if you look at it, he had never been, he had been a really good player in Baltimore, a really productive player. But when the Patriots signed him, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, they are signing. Remember back in the day when the Packers got Reggie White, the late great Reggie White in free agency, and you knew, oh, man, this is going to be an incredible signing for the Packers. You got Brett Favre, and now you get the one of, if not at that particular point in time, the best defensive player in the league. You knew that it was going to be unbelievable for the Packers, and he was going to change the defense. Matthew Judon wasn't a slam dunk. He was a good player. He had decent numbers in Baltimore, but nothing like he had before, as we alluded to. He's one pressure away from his career high. He already passed his career high in sacks. We're 10 weeks into the season. So the Patriots deserve credit for projecting that, right? Now, the other thing that I say in terms of the defense, and this is a question going into the season. And if you were like me, I'll admit it. I had this question as well, but I'm sure a lot of you had it. Is J.C. Jackson a number one corner? We had that question. Is J.C. Jackson a number one corner? And it feels like to me... The reason that this conversation really transpired is after Gilmore went down last year with a quad injury, J.C. Jackson, they played on Monday Night Football. Remember that? They played that game on Monday Night Football, and it was really, now, not in terms of the magnitude of the loss, but it was one of the toughest games to watch as a Patriots fan. Obviously, the Patriots have had difficult losses, the Super Bowl against the Giants, the Super Bowl against the Giants, some of those games against Peyton Manning, the 06 AFC title game, and the title game against the 
Broncos in 15 as well was awfully difficult. But the point being, in terms of just embarrassing losses, that was one of the most embarrassing losses of the Belichick era. And part of that game was, remember, Stephon Diggs pretty much had his way with J.C. Jackson. So coming into the season, that was a legitimate question was, okay, well, Gilmore, we know, is a number one corner. J.C. Jackson may be the best number two corner in the NFL, but he's actually a number one corner. What we found out is, yeah, he's a number one corner in the NFL. Six interceptions already this season. That's what's very difficult about game planning for Jackson is if you throw at him, he becomes a receiver. He legitimately comes a receiver when he gets out there in terms of when the ball's in the air. 40.7 quarterback rating against. That is first among players targeted at least 50 times this season. By the way, Devin McCourty leads the league with a 24.3 passer rating against, but he's only been targeted 19 times. Opponents' completion percentage is at 50% for J.C. Jackson. Third among players targeted at least 50 times. <laughs> McCourty's number one in this category, too. 36.8%, but of course, he's only been targeted 19 times. So, you understand the point as it pertains to J.C. Jackson. He has proven that he is a legitimate number one corner. So, this is why I mention the fact that I believe this defense is going to continue to be really good all season long. Not to mention some of the other guys like Barmore has really come on, especially over the past three games or so where he's played at least 63% of the snaps in all those games. So he's really come along as well. But it's very difficult to imagine this defense not being really good for the remainder of the season when you have one of the best three to four corners in the NFL, depending on kind of how you do the hierarchy with the corners, with Jalen Ramsey's of the world, etc., Depending on where you rank J.C. Jackson, he's somewhere in the top five. He's in the family photo as one of the best corners of the NFL. And you have a game wrecker up front that we would all admit right now is a legitimate defensive player of the year candidate. So that's one reason I believe this team is going to continue to be good for the remainder of the season is this defense is going to continue to be good. Now, the one concern I have about the defense going forward is this. The Patriots have been really good getting after the quarterback this year. If you look at it on the season, in terms of pressure rate, they're at 26.6%. That is fifth in the NFL. So they are getting after the quarterback. Here's a question I have. When you play better offensive lines, like, for example, a team you'll see in a couple of weeks here in the Indianapolis Colts. When you play better offensive lines and the quarterbacks have some more time and teams start to maybe game plan a little bit more for Judon, although we've seen teams try to game plan for him and it hasn't worked out for them. My question is not about J.C. Jackson. It's about the other corners. How are they going to play when they're actually testing more? Because if you watch some of these games... There have been some examples of receivers on the other side of J.C. Jackson getting open, but the good thing for the Patriots is this front seven has been so dominant that it doesn't matter because they're getting after the quarterback, they're pressuring the quarterback, and at the very least, they're forcing the quarterback to throw the ball before he wants to throw it so he can't get to that receiver that is open on the other side of J.C. Jackson. So that's been the good thing so far, but now obviously the competition gets better. I mentioned that Allen has not had a good season, but Allen's much better than a lot of the quarterbacks you've played during this stretch. We know that Tannehill, I'll get into some of the numbers with Tannehill later. He's not been great since Derrick Henry went down with the injury. The Titans, quite frankly, their offense has not been great since Derrick Henry went down with the injury. But you're playing some better quarterbacks here down the stretch of the season in terms of Allen and Tannehill compared to some of the guys that you've played lately, including games against the Jets in there. Okay, and Baker Mayfield completely overrated. So that's the concern I'd have about the defense. Now, the other reason I really like where the Patriots are at is from an offensive perspective, and there are concerns there too, but the running game. So if you look at the running game, it's really been, during this five-game winning streak, a complete game changer. 70, 759 yards on 174 carries. That's 4.3 yards per carry. But here's the thing. What we've seen is this is exactly how Belichick wants to have his offense run. 
So Mac Jones is attempting 27.6 attempts per game since his winning streak started. They're running the ball 34.8% or 38, 34.8 rushing attempts per game. 151.8 rushing yards per game. So the Patriots during this five-game winning streak, this is how they want to play. On schedule, right? This is what we were sold at the beginning of the season. Hey, if the Patriots are going to be good, their defense is going to be really good, which it has been. Nobody's denying that. And look, it took a couple of weeks to get going, but it certainly did get going. We'd all agree on that. Secondarily, as it pertains to this team and how they were going to be good, it was going to be a run-heavy offense, right? And the first couple of weeks of the season, much like the defense, the offense wasn't great in terms of the offensive line. Well, they figured out a formula there. They figured out the personnel there. And they're running the ball really well. So this was the formula we were sold. Now, here's my one question about the Patriots going forward in terms of them continuing to play at a high level and being at the top of the food chain as it pertains to the AFC. The one thing that we don't have an answer to yet, and this isn't an indictment on Mac Jones. This isn't me being critical of Mac Jones. This is a legitimate question that we have not had answered yet. What if the Patriots fall behind by 10 points against the Titans at the end of the third quarter or against the Colts at the beginning of the fourth quarter or against the Bills at the beginning of the fourth quarter? When you become an offense that needs to throw the football, right? Say you get in that and maybe 10 points at the end of the third quarter. You don't need to, but let's just say hypothetically. You get yourself in a situation where you need to throw. And when the opposition knows you need to throw, is Mac Jones in this offense capable of doing it? We don't have the answer to that yet. And you would question, well, do you have the personnel to be able to do that? That's the question that you have going forward with this team. But if you look at the landscape of the AFC right now, all these teams are flawed. Now, I heard Mutt say earlier that, he thinks the Chiefs are the team to beat now again. I would agree with him based on the fact that the Chiefs have, we've seen them do it. They've played in the last two Super Bowls. Their offense is starting to figure it out over the past couple of weeks. And quite frankly, their defense has played better as of late as well, not to tell you that they're world beaters or anything along those lines. But they actually have Chris Jones playing his position that he's supposed to play. Remember at the beginning of the season, they tried to make up a D-end. So they made him a guy that was a D-end that wasn't a dominant player instead of leaving him at defensive tackle where he was. So I would say the Chiefs are the favorite to come out of the AFC just because they have the reigning defending AFC champs. And Pat Mahomes has been to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. You have Hill, you have Kelsey. Now their offense, I would say it's not as good as it's been in previous seasons because they don't have that Sammy Watkins, that third weapon. But the reality of the situation is those guys have done it before. We've seen them do it before. The moment's not going to be too big for them. But if you look at the rest of the AFC, who are the teams that you're really scared of? Now, a team like the Indianapolis Colts, you got to put them into the conversation now after the win they had over the Buffalo Bills. Jonathan Taylor, clearly one of the best running backs in the NFL, especially with Derrick Henry out of the conversation. Quite frankly, probably him or Nick Chubb, and I I would lean Chubb, but one of those two guys you'd probably consider to be the best. And and look, Kamara does things differently. McCaffrey's had a season where he dealt with injuries. So you get the point. Jonathan Taylor is one of the best running backs in the NFL. They got a really good offensive line. The one thing that I just can't buy into Indian is who their quarterback is. I just look at that guy, and I, I've seen him play in Philadelphia, and I've seen him turn the ball over like crazy. So in Indianapolis is a really good team. Their defense is not as good as you'd think it would be based on what they've done over the previous seasons. They're really vanilla in what they do. You look at it in terms of EPA, their 12th total defense. They are 19th. So it's not exactly like they have the best defense in the world there in Indianapolis. So you can take advantage of that in some way, shape, or form. 
But they have a solid running game. They have a good offensive line. Their quarterback has not turned the football over this season, but I'm not buying into that. Okay, so let's look at the rest of the teams that would be considered to be contenders in the AFC. Ravens? Okay, yeah, they won a game last week without Lamar Jackson. They also had an ugly loss to Miami a couple of weeks ago. And I do believe that we still have these question marks as it pertains to the Ravens in terms of, well, hold on. What are they going to do when they get themselves into a situation where they fall behind in a game? And I know I could say we have the same question marks about Mac Jones and the Patriots offense, but you got to look at Baltimore in terms of they came in to last week with one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Not to say that it got significantly better last week, but if you look at it on the season, the Baltimore Ravens have not been that same dominant defense that we've expected over the years. They're 18th in scoring defense. They give up 23 a game, and a lot of that was aided by the fact they actually improved on that differential last week because of the fact that they played a Bears team that lost their quarterback, and then they completely came undone. So, And by the way, you're not exactly scared of that passing game with Baltimore. So Baltimore is a good team, but I'm not scared of them whatsoever. With you, When you look at a team like now, I, John Harbaugh's a good coach and all that, but I, I'm telling you, this, this is not the... Peyton Manning Broncos, the Peyton Manning Colts, or the Patriots with Tom Brady. There's not that team in the AFC right now, even the Chiefs. The Chiefs aren't even what they were last year or the season prior to that. So you look at the Chiefs, vulnerable, although I would say, as Mutt did earlier, that's the favorite. The Baltimore Ravens, eh, vulnerable. The Indianapolis Colts, vulnerable. And I'm not saying the Patriots aren't. I'm just saying they're in the conversation with these teams. Okay, Tennessee. Without Derrick Henry, yeah, they're vulnerable right now. We've seen that over the past couple of weeks. Heck, they just lost last weekend. So when you look at that Tennessee team, not in not, they lost the Texans, right? So not as scary as they would have appeared to be just a couple of weeks ago. So when you look at it and you add on the Buffalo Bills, we went through it with the Josh Allen situation. If the Patriots get themselves in the right situation in terms of the seeding, and if they can play on their terms, that's my one question. If they're playing and it's not on their terms in terms of the score in terms of the time of the game where you don't have to throw to win in terms of throwing like crazy, right? You don't have to go to that. I don't know if the Patriots have that gear. We're going to have to find that out if it ha- when it happens at some point this season. But if they play on schedule, they can beat any of these teams. And we have seen this with Bill. He game plans very well for Pat Mahomes. I know he lit them up in the second half of the AFC title game. But remember that game last year they played on a Tuesday where they traveled that day? Mahomes had no idea what was going on for the majority of the game. So they've actually played Mahomes really well. Over the past few years. All right, 617-779-7937 is the number. Are you buying into the Patriots? Are they legitimate contenders in the AFC? Let's start it off tonight with Will. He's in the Cape. What's up, Will? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. All right, so, yeah, I think I think we're Super Bowl contenders. I think if we stay healthy, I think we'll win the Super Bowl playing basic football, the basic style we've been playing. Belichick has us playing, you know, simple numbers. Our offense get a first down until we score on defense, stop him on third and fourth down, takeaways are a plus. You know, this is the way he's been having us play all season, and we're finally vibing, getting all these guys starting to get to know each other. They're vibing. They're playing real good. Um, we're under the least amount of pressure here. You know, we started off horrible. You know, Tennessee, Baltimore, Buffalo, those guys are blowing teams out of the water. Now they're getting crushed by, you know, non-winning teams, you know, Jacksonville, Colts crush these guys, you know, and Tennessee is losing now. All these teams, you know, they're losing down the stretch. We're winning up the stretch. And I got full confidence we'll be in the Super Bowl. We'll win if we stay healthy and if we play this style of football. So, Will, let me ask you this. So, you're dialed in. You think they're a Super Bowl contender. So, 
in this four-game stretch that the Patriots have coming up where they play Tennessee, they play Buffalo, then they play Indy, and then they play Buffalo again. So two with Buffalo, one with Indy, and one with Tennessee. What do they have to do in this stretch to make sure that you keep that belief? Oh, we three just, and four? We play the, oh, yeah, three and four. Three and four. I think I think we'll, we might lose one game and it'll be close. It'll be a nail-biter against the second time we play Buffalo. Fair enough. All I right. Think, three, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, you know, and after that, I think we actually might clean everybody out from here on out. I've only got us losing one game. And like I said, the so you got, who do you, said, So what? Hold on. You got one loss the rest of the year. So, okay. So who's the, so the loss is one to Buffalo or is it to Indy? Who do you have the loss to? To Buffalo. I think okay. that Indy game, I don't think Wentz will be able to play the way he played against our defense. Even though Bills is number one, our defense, I feel, is better than the best. We play, we just play too good. Yeah, you know, Will, yeah, Will, I'm with you, and I appreciate the phone call. I'll die with you on that hill with the Wentz thing. I don't believe in the player. I just don't. I really do not believe in Carson Wentz. He's got a great running game, and I know him and Frank Reich, they have this good thing going. They have a good relationship. They're very similar in terms of if you hear them speak, they're on the same page, all that stuff. Carson Wentz clearly is way better when he has Frank Reich. But I can't just take away the past two, three years and say, okay, just because he's with this guy, when he gets into a big game, he's going to play well. I don't trust Carson Wentz. I don't. I really don't. I trust Mac Jones at this particular point in time more than Carson Wentz. And I know that Wentz has been in the league forever, and he was really the leader for the MVP in 17 before he went down with the torn ACL. Of course, uh, the final year that Brady won MVP. Now, he may have won another one this year. But you get the point. The last time Brady won the MVP – Carson Wentz was basically in the driver's seat for that award, but I don't buy into Carson Wentz. All right, so on the table tonight, are the Patriots legitimate contenders of the AFC? Are you believing in this team? Can they make a run? And what are your concerns with the Patriots as they get ready for this four-game stretch with the Tennessees of the world, the Buffaloes of the world, and the Indies of the world? All of them on the table at 617-779-7937. Brian Barrett with you on WEI. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're right back to what you want to hear. More of Brian Barrett on EEI. You know, Mac's done a, a really nice job throughout the course of the season of trying to handle almost anything someone's thrown at him. It's not been perfect by any stretch. We all know that. But uh, again, for his first time seeing some of this stuff, uh, being able to react to it, being able to handle his responsibility, being able to get the ball out of his hand most of the time and to the right place. Um, I think he's been fairly effective doing that. Um, there's definitely been stretches where that, you know, that's challenged us. Um, and we need to be ready for that coming down the stretch here. All right, that's Josh McDaniels on the quarterback, Mac Jones. Are the Patriots legitimate contenders in the AFC? 617-779-7937 is a number. And if you look at Mac Jones' numbers in terms of the totals during the five-game winning streak, they don't jump off the page, just 213 yards per game. But at this point, he's doing what the Patriots asked him to do. They're getting leads, they're running the football well, and they're asking him to make the necessary throws. He's 95 of 138, that's 68%, seven touchdowns, two interceptions during the stretch. He's played really well. So when I asked the question about, okay, what happens if the Patriots fall behind or what happens if you have to pass to win the game, my concern isn't with the quarterback. It's more so about the weapons around the quarterback. Does he have enough around him if the Patriots get into a situation where hey, they're not running the ball well on one particular day or they fall behind in the game and you need to pass the ball to win, is Mac Jones of this offense capable of doing it? And I believe Mac is. My one concern and my one chief concern with this team going forward is do they have that legitimate number one option? They don't have it on the roster right now. Will they find it in the future? That's my concern about who are the outlet guys for Mac Jones. And I would say one of the guys that I've been really impressed with over the past couple of weeks is Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne's really come on for the Patriots, and that's another guy where you have to give Belichick credit for that signing. You look at Kendrick Bourne, he was, what, like the fourth option in San Francisco last year? Now he ended up being like the second and the third option because they were dealing with so many injuries. But he's essentially having a career season. He leads the team in receiving yards, 562, 51.1 yards per game. And the biggest thing about Bourne, which is perfect for Mac Jones because they're not – challenging teams down the field that much. And again, this isn't an indictment on Mac. I'm just telling you, they're not throwing the ball down the field a whole lot. He has 256 yards after the catch, which is the most on the Patriots by far. No other Patriots receiver is over 200. Now, Brandon Bolden has a running backs over 200. He is 238, but running backs obviously get a ton of yak yards. But the next closest guy in terms of yak yards is John U. Smith at 180. So when you look at it, Boren 7.1 yak yards per reception that's 13th among qualified receivers so this is now becoming a guy where mac jones is obviously leaning on and josh mcdaniels is finding a way to get the ball in his hands because he's very very good after the catch one of the best in the nfl this year 617-779-7937 the number let's get to sean in new hampshire hey sean how's it going not bad man what's up not much i uh, just Wanted to comment on the Mac Jones versus defense that they were talking about earlier tonight. Uh, I think that they are a playoff 
and Super Bowl contending team if both Mac Jones can continue to progress and the defense can uh, continue to perform the way they are. I don't think you can really put more weight on one over the other. And uh, just side note, as a Niners fan, I'd like to say you're welcome for Kendrick Bourne. Oh, all right. Thanks, Sean. Hey, appreciate the phone call, man. I don't get the hope. So the the defense and the Mac both have to play well, I guess, is the point. I, I would agree with that. With the Kendrick Bourne thing, it was another one of these good finds by Belichick. Now, not, obviously not even close to the Judon signing, right? Because Judon had a reputation. Bourne, heck, you had to Google the guy. Who the hell is Kendrick Bourne? And look at the numbers that he's putting up this season. It's really incredible. Not to mention this, I mentioned his yak yards. He's at 2.6 yak yards over expectation. So he's actually at 2.6 over expectation from next-gen stats. That's fifth in the NFL. So he's actually overachieving what he should be doing after the catch. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Mike. He is in Cranston tonight. Mike, what's up, man? Double B, how are you, buddy? It's been a long time, and uh, I appreciate you because, you know what, a lot of times you you know, you know, you do a, a solo and you always keep, you know, you're on point and you're focused. Appreciate it, Mike. How you been? Yeah. Good, good, good. And uh, it's ironic, you know, after the Sox are over and uh, follow them, but not as passionately as the Patriots, and then uh, I, I, I'm kind of back. Um, nice. You know, one of the things I saw, like, Cam Newton, nothing but respect for the way he handled himself here, um, but why he was never a true Patriot was because, and this is not why I called, but just to see you know him score that touchdown, run to center field uh, as uh, Terrell Owens did, and uh, it's a me show. It's all about me. Oh, I, Mike, I'm 100 percent with you. How about I mean, th- first of all, when he scores that first touchdown, his first game back, he takes rips off his helmet, says I'm back, and then I they just, got this whole introduction for the guy. I'm completely with you. He is all about himself. There's no way around and, it. And 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 then I didn't see that actually. I, I yeah, he ripped to, off his I, helmet. The first the, yeah, it wasn't last week, the week that. before when he just no, he came in for a couple of running plays. Yeah, he ripped off his helmet. That's he started a penalty, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean I mean, you know, I just me guy and I never saw it work and you know what? I thought we were gonna see the fall of Rome. Um uh, there's nobody I respect more than Belichick. Nobody. I mean, he's his press conference um, before the Atlanta game, and I'm sorry, I don't remember who we played, but we won, and he gave you know kudos to the service. The guy's a Navy guy. He's a great American. I don't want to go off on that uh, slant. You had asked, um, but I think he's awesome. And, and I thought, like I said, he pulled me back in like Michael Corleone said, and not that I was ever gone. <laughs> but I will tell you, um, you know, you, you, pertaining to your question, uh, injuries scare me. Uh, you know, injuries would be the one thing. Any team that Belichick has ever coached that, and let's face it, they most of them been successful in New England. Um, it's all predicated on building, you know, like, okay, you know, this team in particular is, you know, it's not like, it's not like, it's like the, you know, I don't want to say the 2001, but they get better every week. Yeah. They get better every week. And let's not forget um, number 21, the kid we got from San Diego. Um, Phillips? It's Phillips, Duggar. We, we, yeah, and Judon, forget about it. And the one thing is they're playing for each other now. They're, yeah. they're playing for each other. And when you have that, you've got a dangerous uh, opponent 
for everybody they play, and they're getting coached up. They bought in, which maybe you know here they you know during the season, and and you would ask about a true number one, and and the true number one that we had, you know, in this era was um, as far as you know big play whatever was Moss, and we didn't win with him. And I'm not, I loved Randy when he was here, um, but I want to thank you for taking my call. I'm gonna check in regularly, and you're awesome. All right, Mike, appreciate it, man. Good Thanks, stuff. Brother. Good stuff. His line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937. Yeah, in terms of, I would argue, though, in terms of the true number one, Gronk's a a number one option in his prime. And the one guy that, man, you know who would be great with Mac? The guy that was on TV last night, Edelman. Oh, my God. That's exactly the type of guy that Mac needs because Mac is such a quick decision maker. He gets rid of the ball so quickly. Edelman would be perfect for Mac. See, Jacoby Myers isn't that traditional Troy Brown, even Dion Branch, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman type of guy. He's not truly that type of guy to slot. I would argue that Kendrick Bourne is becoming more of that type of player that can do things after the catch. But, man, Edelman was so good on at, with Brady in terms of just knowing exactly where he was supposed to be, Brady getting rid of the ball real quickly. And you just feel like Mac needs that guy to grow with throughout his NFL career. Now, he's got a great chemistry right now going with Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's been so good on third down. He's been so good in the red zone. His totals don't jump out at you, but he's been a really dependable weapon for Mac. 617-779-7937. The number, let's get to Ron. He's in Boston. Hey, Ron. Hey, babe. What's going on? What's up, man? Happy Thanksgiving, first Hey, of all. you too. You too. Uh, the defense, we, we, there was a conversation earlier today where the defense had to uh, – whether it was either the defense or the quarterback was going to have to step it up or could we live without the defense or could we live without the quarterback? Which one was more important? Now, defense is going to win you a lot of games. Uh, The quarterback, the the question was, can Mack put that drive together when he needs to? I believe he can. I believe this kid can – Put it together with what he has. Do we need a number one? Do we need a breakaway? Yes, we do. We need one desperately. Yeah, and I think Are that's... We and, well, Ron, I'm reserve. Yeah, Ron, I think that's the future. Like, that's in terms of next year. That's why I was all in with the Odell Beckham Jr. move, and I know that he comes with a lot of baggage, et cetera, but he was at least a number one in the past, and he's somebody that could project to be a number one. But that's the number one need, no exactly. pun intended, for this team in the offseason, is you got to find that legitimate weapon. Because when you look across the NFL and you look at the best offenses, they all have that, right? You think about the Packers, you got a game plan for Devontae Adams. You look at a team like, for example, the Chiefs, it's Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Even you look at Brady's team, you got a plan for Evans, and you got a plan for Godwin. They have a ton of weapons. We all know this. The Patriots don't have that one guy that alters your game planning. And they had that for so long with Gronk, where every team came into the game saying, hey, how do we stop Gronk? What are we doing with Gronk? Are we doubling Gronk? What are we doing when Gronk runs this route? The Patriots don't really have that guy that you have to game plan for yet, which I do think is, it limits them a bit offensively. Now, they've been able to get through it, and they've been playing really well, and the running game's been there, but that's the one thing they need. And I believe, Ron, they thought that was going to be Jonu Smith, and he just hasn't turned out to be that. Well, that, that's just it. That's the greatness of Belichick. He can work with what he's got. He's, he's, he's not a sous chef, but he is a good cook. <laughs> All right, Ron. Hey, good stuff. Appreciate it. His line's open if you want to grab it. 
793-7, the number. That is the one thing going for You think about it. Everything Bill did in free agency, he got a game record. And you look at the offseason in totality. This is why Belichick is, without question, the executive of the year. He got a franchise quarterback and a defensive player of the year in the same offseason. Defensive player of the year candidate, I should say. Hunter Henry has been a guy with seven touchdowns on the season. He's been really good for this team. He drafted Christian Barmore. He traded up in the second round to get him. He's been incredible, especially as of late. Think about it. This is a rookie that's getting double teamed right now. As a rookie, he's making his teammates better, which is very rare to see in the NFL. And also when you look at what's been going on with this team from an offensive perspective over the past couple of weeks, who's been stepping up? Ramondre Stevenson. Belichick drafted him in the fourth round. So we got a running back that has been really, really good. And I would argue is significantly more talented than Damian Harris is. And he's definitely has better hands. He got Christian Barmore and he got Mac Jones all in the same draft. And that all goes together with signing Hunter Henry and signing Matthew Judon in the offseason. I don't know if a team can improve its roster that much in one offseason. And the Patriots are able to do that. And it's not a short-term thing. Judon's not an old player. Henry's not an old player. Mac Jones is in his rookie year. Stevenson is in his rookie year. Barmore is in his rookie year. All right, 617-779-7937 is the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. A lot more to get into. Are the Patriots legitimate contenders in the AFC? I will give you one thing I'm slightly concerned about. We'll do that next year on WEI. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're right back to it. This is Brian Barrett on EEI. All right, so are the Patriots legitimate contenders in the AFC? That's on the table at 617-779-7937. Here's my one concern about the Titans coming up this weekend. Now, I feel like the Patriots are going to win this game. And I'll get into that throughout the week. I'm on tomorrow. I'm on on Friday as well. I believe the Patriots are going to win this game for multiple reasons. But here's my one concern. The Vrabel factor. 
Mike Vrabel has had success against Bill Belichick. You go back to that playoff game a couple of years ago, and remember what Mike Vrabel did? He did the Belichick move to Belichick, where he took the delay a game in terms of when they were punting the ball. He took the delay a game, and then they got the full start as well. Remember, they were taking all these penalties, like, back-to-back, and that's what Belichick did to the Jets on that Monday Night Football game where he's, like, smirking, embarrassing the Jets. And Vrabel took that same formula, and he did it to the Patriots, where they took the delay game, then they took the full start, and Belichick was going absolutely insane on the sidelines because he knew exactly what Vrabel was doing. So Vrabel has had success against his Patriots team. Now, here's the thing I would say, though. That success has come with a guy by the name of Derrick Henry. And if you look at this Titans team over the past couple of weeks, they have not been the same dominant force without Derrick Henry. Now, without Derrick Henry, they are 2-1. and one. They won two games without Derrick Henry, but their offense has not been the same whatsoever. So if you look at it in terms of where they're at this season, they had been one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL with Henry, but how about this? Past three games, and by the way, they have cut Adrian Peterson during this. 25 for 103, 29 for 66, 26 for 69. So over their past three games, they've run the ball 80 times for 238 yards. That's 2.9 yards per carry. And this is part of the reason that I believe the Patriots are going to win on Sunday. With this Patriots defense right now, you can't beat them if you're only good at one thing. You can't. They're too good at it. They're too good at taking away your strength, right? So we'll see what's going on with A.J. Brown. He was dealing with a ribs injury, and you look at Julio Jones, not even a factor whatsoever. He's dealing with an injury. They did just sign Golden Tate to their practice squad. And, man, that's going to be a major loss for the Titans if Julio Jones at some point doesn't contribute to this team because they gave up a second-round pick for that guy. But anyway, just getting back to the original point as it pertains to the Patriots' defense, if you can just run or – You can just pass. The Patriots are going to expose you. And with this Tennessee team, Tannehill's had a nice couple of years there in Tennessee. But if he doesn't have a running game, the Patriots are going to eat that alive. And quite frankly, if A.J. Brown's not a big part of the game plan on Sunday in terms of how healthy he is, I don't know how the Titans are going to put up points against this team. And you really think one guy, A.J. Brown's going to beat the Patriots, especially after considering the fact that Bill knows that he could have drafted him in the first round and he didn't? I can't imagine he lets that guy beat him. 617-779. 7937 is the number. Let's get to Mike and Attleboro. Mike, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Great show tonight, as always. Thank you. Love the way you break down all the uh, pertinent information and put it into uh, layman's terms. So I wanted to go back to the call prior to the commercial break where uh, he brought up Julian Edelman. Yeah. And I thought it was I, I was. I'm wondering, and I want your thoughts on this. If Julian kind of thinks that maybe he retired a little early, and should he have been on this team? <laughs> I don't. And then they, Mike. Go ahead. So, so I don't think so because what happened to Julian Edelman? He legitimately left it all on the field. He's got a bone-on-bone knee situation now. It's unfortunate because he would be so good with Mac Jones. I mean, it'd be such a nice one-two punch. He was so dependable for Tom for all those years. Think about what he would do for a rookie. So I, I just think his body betrayed him. I mean, he's he put so much into it, and he just, at this point, it's kind of like the Pedroia thing, Mike, where he had a bone-on-bone oh, knee yeah. situation. And look, with Pedroia, different type of situation. He had a botched surgery as well during that whole thing. But with Edelman, it's just mm-hmm. he couldn't do it physically. Remember last year, 
we kept hearing, oh, he's, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. And he tried. He just couldn't do it. <laughs> you're, you're so right. And the only other thing that came, that, why it brings to mind is that story that broke about how Edelman was on that uh, Manning broadcast and had said that um, they asked him if Tom tried to recruit him and Edelman's like, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, didn't but, you love that, Mike? Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, yeah, it, um, moving forward to what you were just talking about, I think you're right about this Titans game. Rabel's a very smart coach, and he did pull the old Belichick trick on him yeah. before, uh, right after that Jets game. But now – as you're saying, the run game is so important, and the defense for uh, Patriots has gotten so much better in the last two weeks. Uh, I think it's spot on. I, I believe the Patriots will win this one. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I believe they win as well. Thanks for the call. His line's open, 617-779-7937. By the way, if you didn't hear that last night from Edelman, it was pretty awesome. Where they were asking if Tom tried to get him, if Tom recruited him. This is, he was on the Manning cast, which I almost feel bad for like the main ESPN Monday night guys now. Steve Levy, Brian, although I don't know why Brian Greasy's on Monday night football. But anyway, getting back to your original point and Lewis Riddick, it's the weirdest crew, right? Oh, by the way, so we have that. Julian, obviously, you had an unbelievable career, uh, all of it in New England with Tom Brady. Uh, where you won three Super Bowls, you're a Super Bowl MVP. Did you and Tom ever talk about getting you down to Tampa and suiting up for the Bucks? He hit me up the first day he signed there. He's like, you want to come down? <laughs> and I was like, uh, absolutely not. <laughs> I love that from Edelman. He's always going to be beloved in this fan base, or in this area, I should say, by the fan base. The guy literally went out. Because he was hurt. He gave the team, he gave the organization everything that he had. Love that guy. And I love that answer last night. Oh, you could tell that he was so pumped to give that answer as well. Foxborough forever. Yeah. And that was a little bit corny, but I get it. I mean, his thing, his retirement video was so corny where he's just like sitting out there on the field watching his highlights. That thing was so corny. But man, I love Edelman. I really do. I mean, unbelievable. And he's like everything. He embodies. That's why Belichick loves him so much, right? Like he embodies what it means to be a Patriot. First of all, he had to work for his playing time. He's a quarterback coming out of the collegiate level. He's playing on special teams at first. And then he develops into one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. By far, one of the best clutch players in the NFL in terms of what he did in the postseason. That's why some people think he has a Hall of Fame conversation. Now, the numbers don't bear that out. But it's because he's second all time in receiving yards of the postseason. But, man, that answer last night. Felt it move a little bit, didn't you? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let's get to David. He's in Florida. He usually wants to complain about the Red Sox. What's on your mind tonight, David? Yeah, well, first of all, I, mean, I, I want to congratulate my buddy Rossi for uh, making, uh, what was it, a uh, second team? I mean, what is this? They, they make uh, yeah, MLB like, is now coming out with a... Yeah, it's like the All NBA or the um, All Pro team in the about? NFL. Yeah, they do it in the. They started doing it in Major League Baseball recently. So yeah, he made All Second Team. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked that he didn't get a Gold Glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David. Yeah, not really a shocker, but I get the point. Jeez, David, yeah. coming in hot tonight. He, 
he and Renfro should both get Gold Glove awards. I mean, Renfro was nominated, David. You know that. Renfro, what? He was a finalist. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, I'm not kidding. He really was. I'm with you. I mean, Renfro's a way overrated defensive player because he had the 16 outfield assists, but he also led all outfielders in errors, and he doesn't have a lot of range. I agree with you on that, but I don't know how he got nominated. Dumb and dumber. He, Rafi and, and Renfro, dumb and dumber. That's what they are. All right, David. I mean, come on. No doubt. They're dumb and dumber. That's what they are. Now, with the uh, Patriots, um, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, there is they they can use they could use a a dominant receiver, but but you know they are what they are. And uh, I mean, there's no there's no dominant team in the NFL this year, other than if Kansas City can make a run. But even but but uh, I mean, we almost beat Kansas City last year. Remember yeah. last year it was a Monday night game. That was the game when. Yeah, it was when, the COVID um, game when, when Kansas, Hoyer played. Yeah, that that's when yeah when, when Hoyer came. Yeah, so um, who knows? But I am worried about this week's game because I just think Rabel has Belichick's number. I just think he does. He beat him like you said in the in the uh, playoff game two years ago, and wasn't there a regular season game when when Tennessee won two? I think. Yeah, in the Super Bowl year, the year that the Patriots won the Super Bowl, they got killed by Tennessee. Yeah, 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 and I just uh, so I I don't know. I'm just worried about this game, but but I also I mean they're gonna go deep. They're, they're gonna I mean, are they are they a Super Bowl team? Who knows? But they're definitely capable of 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 um of putting fear into the eyes of any opponent they play. I mean, you know, I mean they lost to Miami. Buffalo lost to Jacksonville. They lost Kansas City. Lost to. To um, Washington, I think earlier in the year. I yeah, mean, everybody kind of has that weird loss. Yeah, so I mean, they're definitely they're definitely capable of making it a very deep run in the playoffs. Plus, now with the 17th game, and an extra team makes the playoffs, right? Yeah, an extra hey, wild card David, team. David, before we let you go, are you hosting Thanksgiving this year or what? Am I hosting? Yeah, there's a joke coming up. No, I'm asking. I'm... To... Oh, all right. No, nope. where are you I, going? I'm going out. Oh, nice. Oh, we're just going to a restaurant down here. Yeah. Oh, restaurant. Right. Yeah. Let them do all the cooking. Hey, I don't blame you on that. All right, good stuff, David. Appreciate it, as always. Figured David would have a nice spread, be the host, but apparently not. My invitation was lost in the mail to in the mail rather to David's Thanksgiving, but apparently he's just going to a restaurant, so I don't feel left out anymore because I figured if David was hosting, he, he would have invited me. But anyway, getting back to his point about the AFC and – the Patriots making a deep run, a lot has to happen during the stretch for them to be able to do that, right? In terms of the two games against the Bills, the Indy game and the Tennessee game, it's such a pivotal stretch for this Patriots team. And it's weird, too. David mentioned the fact that the Patriots, nobody would want to play them. I agree with him when it comes to that sentiment. But isn't it kind of funny? I feel like over the past really two weeks, that has sort of changed with the Patriots where The Patriots went from the team, hey, nobody wants to play them in the postseason because they got Belichick, they got that defense, they're running the ball well. They've almost graduated from that, right? Where now the Patriots are number two on Stephen A. Smith's power rankings. They're number one on football outsiders in terms of the best odds to get to the Super Bowl. Like, they're climbing up to power rankings. Even, like, the analytical people really like the Patriots. So they've they've gone from the team that nobody wants to play to almost like a favorite. 
And now it seems like Indianapolis is that team where, hey, nobody wants to play them. So the Patriots, it almost seems like they've graduated from that. All right, 617-779-7937 is the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. A lot more to get into. You heard from Julian Edelman. I want to get to into one other thing that Julian Edelman said on the Manning cast last night. And also, one thing I really like about this Patriots team going forward, we'll do that next right here on WEI. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.